NRL preseason anticipation takes a step up today as we assess some teams ahead of round one, which is exactly one month away. It's Thursday, the 8th of February. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor. And joined by a decent chunk of the NRL digital team for the Fox Sports website today as they have released round one teams, would you believe? The season kicks off on the 8th of March, exactly one month away. Welcome in Simon Brudenston and John Dean, boys. G'day, mate. How are you going? Yeah, very well. Good to be back. This is a bit early to be uh, naming round one teams, surely. Well, these these are the predicted teams, so just to make it clear, no no club has named a a round one team yet, but these are our predicted teams. Interesting. It's amazing how early these times, these types of uh, yarns start rolling out these days. Oh, the fans love them. Yeah, they do. They love looking at lineups and with the new signings and the amount of them yeah. over the off-season. Um, yeah. yeah, everyone's already drawing up their best 17s. So. Definitely worthy of a podcast. Um, and off the back of our first NRL trial yesterday as well, which we had some vision of on, on the Fox Sports website as well, between Newcastle and the Melbourne Storm. Um, and we'll start on that. But first, boys, if you are... Headlines, let's go around the grounds. Over in Europe, uh, Manchester United signing Alexis Sanchez is in taxed trouble. Uh, a 16-month jail sentence. Uh, let's see what happens there. Debate is raging over a claimed catch in last night's International T20 involving Glenn Maxwell. To see it and form your own opinion, head to the Fox Sports video section of the website. Uh, the Aussie star went on to post an unbeaten ton, guiding the home side to another victory in the shorter format. And the AFL, the AFL community continues to rage over the memo sent to coaches of all eight women's teams requesting tactical changes to create a more free-flowing, higher-scoring game uh, a really interesting story there, uh, boys. But let's get into some NRL action. And let's start with uh, what happened, I believe, down in Melbourne yesterday. Newcastle Knights travelled down there. They're one team that everyone's keeping a close eye on during the preseason with, of course, superstar in the making, Kaylin Ponga, uh, joining from North Queensland. And then more recently, Mitchell Pearce uh, jumping across from the Sydney Roosters uh, which only really happened a, a month or two ago. Mm. Um, wrapping up very quickly, Newcastle looked really promising. They showed some really promising signs, I suppose. Yeah, it was only a, a Melbourne Storm B team, so we don't want to get too carried away. But mighty Newcastle are undefeated in 2018. <laughs> uh, so a lot of us uh, are very excited, myself included. But I guess the interesting thing to come out of yesterday's game was Newcastle actually had seven new players uh, as part of that squad that ran out on, uh, I, th- I believe it was Amy Park yesterday. Um, the round one team that we've jotted down for Newcastle, they play Manly on the Friday uh, in four weeks' time, uh, has eight recruits. So eight, eight players that were not uh, at Newcastle at the end of last season uh, will line up in that predicted 17 uh, come 
May 9. And it looks like Roosters pairing uh, Connor Watson and Mitchell Pearce will be in the halves. Not uh, local uh, promising talent, Brock Lamb. No, it looks like Connor Watson will will get that uh, number six jersey. Pearce, when he came in and spoke to Fox Sports um, only a few days ago, pretty much said that he believed that uh, Watson was going to get that that jersey. Um, Nathan, Nathan Brown's confirmed that today as well. He's emphatically said Connor Watson will wear the number six jumper against Manly in round one. And it was a former Melbourne player in Slade Griffin uh, that looks to have the jump on Kiwi uh, international Danny Levi in the hooker spot. Yeah, very interesting one here. Slade Griffin was obviously Cameron Smith's understudy at, at Melbourne. He uh, played 14 games, I think, last year. Ten of those were off the bench. Obviously, the four he started, uh, Cam Smith was away on rep duties. Uh, but he's largely unheralded as a player, and you don't hear a lot about Slade Griffin, but it's interesting he's come in, and Danny Levi, who, as you mentioned, has represented the Kiwis at the World Cup just a, a couple of short months ago, is suddenly relegated to the bench, and the mail is that Slade Griffin will wear the number nine jumper in round one. I mean, if you're going to learn how to play hooker off someone, you'd, you'd want it to be Cam Smith, so makes a bit of sense there. Uh, and, boys, uh, Kalen Ponga, he looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah, he scored a try. He was on the, I think we got vision. He was on the end of a Mitchell Pierce uh, kick. But um, you know, Matty Johns is raving about him. There's a lot of people very excited to see this kid uh, actually turn become a, a full time NRL player. You know, he was a a bit of a uh, he was on the fringe at North Queensland. Sorry, um, but all the mail is he's absolutely going to brain it. And his combination with Mitchell Pierce as well, mm. uh, very very exciting for Newcastle fans. Looks you know, like he could be. Uh, taking the goal kicking duties as well. Yeah, yeah, he's the front runner for the uh, for the goal kicking, and which he which he did yesterday. And uh, yeah, you can understand why JT was uh, quite filthy with him <laughs> when uh, he decided to leave North Queensland. <laughs> yeah, exactly, boys. The the opening game of the NRL season sees uh, former Bronco Ben Hunt go up against his old mob. He's now in a red V jersey, um, but in this game, what caught my eye. Uh, is it looks like the transition of Corey Oates going from winger to uh, to the back row on an edge, uh, it might actually take place in this game. Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> what can you tell me about it? Is that confirmed? No, the mail well, is that uh, Corey Oates has been up in Brisbane training, training in the back row, and he's actually been on the record... Uh, in, in the past few weeks, uh, talking about that transition into the background, it seems like that's going to happen. The, the way we've predicted it, how we've lined Brisbane up 1-17, to 17, in round one is Corey Oates actually starts in the back row, which will be on the left edge, which will push Alex Glenn uh, to the bench. Um, but that opens up a wing spot, and our, our mail is that young gun Jermaine Isako will come on and start on Oates' left wing. And on the other wing is Jonas Pearson. So... Uh, a bit of a, a young and exciting um, backline there for Brisbane round one. Mm. Yeah, don't be too uh, uh, you know polite and patient. Just whoever gets in first, just just go for it, right? <laughs> you got me, boys. Got yeah, you. all good. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, uh, yeah. Jack Bird, he's not going to be there to start the season as well. It looks like. Um, but moving to another Queensland team, the Cowboys. Tell me, boys, how is Jonathan Thurston's shoulder? He's so good the, to go. the the mail is you resumed full contract full contact uh, a week or two ago and um, he's been ripping in up there so barring any reoccurrence uh, or any uh, hiccup in the next 
four weeks, uh, he'll be sweet for round one, and he'll run out for his 300th NRL game. You miss a, a fair chunk of the season too, and you tend to just have a bit more spring and spark in your step come the preseason. Uh, someone else who's probably uh, feeling a, a little bit that way, despite his uh, age, I suppose, is um, front row Matt Scott, who pretty much missed the entirety of 2017. How's his uh, knee rehab uh, coming along, and will he be uh, raring to go? Yeah, he'll be ready to go. Um, when uh, Gavin Cooper came in, spoke to Fox Sports uh, about a week ago, he um, he said the big man is uh, raring to go. He's he uh, yeah he found it pretty tough on the sidelines last year, and yeah he's he's ready to go. Matt Scott okay. also sort of made himself available for the grand final last year as well, if you remember. So. I reckon he, he was probably raring to go six months ago, and now he's just uh, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, that's right. That definitely rings a bell. Boys, uh, Cronulla, they've obviously had quite a lot of um, of roster changes um, between last year and this year as well. Um, and it looks like there's, there's going to be a few changes to their back line, but one thing that will remain the same is Valentine Holmes staying at fullback despite the arrival of both Matt Moylan and Josh Dugan. Yeah, um, Shane Flanagan, the coach, has, has said uh, numerous times recently that Val Holmes will be the fullback. Um, and Val Holmes has said before, you know, he sort of got promised that fullback spot. Um, when they signed Josh Dugan last year, he was a little bit uh, concerned that he might lose number one jumper. He went to Flano, said, What's going on, Flano? said, No, 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 Dugs is centre, your fullback. Obviously, since then, they've signed Matt Moylan and they've just this week signed Trent Hodkinson. Which makes it very interesting because yeah. Hocko, Hocko can easily slot another six and Moylan can easily slot another number one, pushing Val Holmes out of that spot. But we think that Holmes will start in number one. Yeah, Flanagan's pretty much confirmed that Hawkinson was, was pretty much a death signing, a backup yeah. signing yeah. because... They're not spending any much of their salary on him. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much just, you know, anticipating if there's any... Any uh, origin call-ups or injuries that might happen, you know, Hodkinson can um, can slot in there. But, yeah, expect Moylan and Townsend to be the uh, starting halves there for round one. And, boys, the Tigers, they're another new-look team, a couple of uh, new fresh faces in the halves. Uh, talk to me about this, the the look of their back line. I mean, there's, they've got changes right across the board, but, um, but Josh Reynolds, he'll partner Luke Brooks in the halves and, and Tui Lolohea will... Uh, retain that number one spot. Yeah, I think two is the most interesting one because his time at the Warriors, he really uh, they didn't know where to put him. They no. had him at wing, fullback, mm. center, five eight on the bench, out of the side altogether. I mean, the Tigers promised him a, a decent run at a position, but yeah. then after they signed him, they went and they went and chased Connor Watson as well. So yeah, yeah, wouldn't have done his confidence a lot of good. No, nah, he's, he's an interesting, uh, interesting player, but he'll get first crack at fullback. It's up to it's. Entirely up to him now whether he keeps that jumper, um, as in his form will dictate that. If he has a stink of the first few rounds, Ivan Cleary might be tempted to put someone else in there and shaft him. And the big name that vacated that uh, Tigers number one jersey, of course, James Tedesco, has gone across to the Roosters. Uh, and despite the exit of Mitchell Pearce, expectation seems to have lifted a notch um, with the Roosters heading into this season, of course, landing the uh, the crucial signing, uh, the crucial signature of Cooper Cronk. Yeah, he's, he's a massive signing, mate. Um, Tedesco and him, along with Luke Keary, who who did have a, a really good year last year. Um, yeah. That spine is probably, 
one of the best, if not the best, in the NRL. Well, let's have a look at it. James Tedesco, Luke Keary, Cooper Cronk, uh, and, of course, Jake Friend. Yeah, that's not bad, boys. <laughs> Definitely not bad. Uh, what about the Bulldogs just across the road? Uh, Moses Embai at fullback. Uh, how has that transition been going along for the uh, for the former half? Everyone you talk to, I think Moses was in, in here at Fox again the other day and you speak to him and he's very happy. He uh, yeah. he's, he's quite happy with the, the decision Dean Pays made to shift him to fullback. Um, he, he did well in the hooker role last year, actually, if you remember. And um, But obviously Michael Leach has been re-signed. He'll get first crack at that. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, we've got Matt Frawley starting at 5'8". They've also got young Josh Cleland there who we haven't been able to fit in our 17. But uh, new coach Dean Pays does have options in the halves and... I think the M-by experiment will be one of the uh, things to watch over the f- opening few rounds of the season. And Kieran Foran, um, can we? Can you tell us anything about where he's at, um, both physically and mentally, heading into the 2018 season? He sounds really positive. Um, I mean, he, if you remember, he he actually made himself unavailable for the World Cup to um, to get his body right for for round one. So yeah. mate, he'll be he'll be ready to go. What about the new look front row as well? Of course, they've signed former Tiger Aaron Woods, um, but it looks as though that might not be the only change up front with James Graham uh, moving across to the Dragons. Yeah, we got some mail that um, David Clemmer's actually been training in the front row. So, um, so a move back from the lock position. Yeah, yeah, and that will mean that Adam Elliott uh, shifts from the back row to lock, um, and then we've got Raymond Fatala Mariner in the back row. Um, the fact that he also re-signed um, only this week would, would suggest that um, the Dogs have some, some big plans for him. So we've slotted him there in the uh, in the starting back row. Aiden Tolman can feel pretty hard done by uh, in this case. Couldn't he be a chance to move into the 13 jumper? It's yeah. been talked about for a few years. Yeah, possibly. But as I said, um, our mail was Adam Elliott was going to move to lock. Um, with with David Clemmer going to to prop, so yeah, very interesting. Um, boys, Canberra speculation continues to mount over who will replace Josh Hodgson in the hooker position. Um, of course, Hodgson suffered that uh, ACL tear in the uh, Rugby League World Cup. Um, who's it going to be starting? Because Sam Williams has come back to the club as well. Uh, Sevilla Havili from the Dragons and Craig Garvey as well, I think from the Bulldogs, mm. have all sort of been jostling um, for that position. But then Blake Austin as well emerged as a potential uh, replacement there as well. Yeah, it's interesting. So I spoke to Blake Austin um, before Christmas and he actually said to me, he said, you know, look, if, if, if Ricky comes to me at any stage and asks me to jump in the hooker to, to help the team out, he says, I'll be more than happy to do so. Um, then I spoke to Josh Hodgson after I spoke to Blake Austin. It was interesting. He did not mention Sam Williams in our conversation whatsoever. I was talking about him to him about the hooker for 10 minutes. All it was was Saliva Havili, Craig Garvey. Um, yeah. And that was coming from, from Josh Hodgson, who has actually been coaching those two boys. He's been working a fair bit while he's resting that knee. He, uh, from everything we've heard, Saliva Havili will get first crack of the number nine. I think Craig Garvey will come off the bench um, but as you mentioned, they've also got Sam Williams there. It was just interesting that Josh Hodgson didn't mention Williams at all in our conversation. It has made a very positive uh, preseason in some aspects for the Penrith Panthers so far, but 
They've got Nathan Cleary and James Maloney as their halves pairing. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and a, a genuine, it could be a genuine dress rehearsal for, uh, for Origin, for both of those players. Uh, I think there was an article about that just the other day. Brad Fittler said that if this, if this pair can take the Panthers to the top of the ladder... Um, across the first couple of months, and there's no reason why uh, why they can't be the the origin pairing as well. And look, yeah. if you've got the current New Wales Blues advisor, Greg uh, Brandy Alexander, in your pocket as a personal mm. coach at Penrith Panthers, I don't think that can do your your chances any harm either. Yeah, very true. What does the absence of Bryce Cartwright uh, mean for the the forward pack? Well, Corey Harawira Naira started uh, most of the season in the back row anyway. So I don't really see, well, too much um, too much change to the to the starting side. Bryce Carr was coming off the bench um, in the in the games that he was fit last year. Um, so I don't really see any, any real changes there. It sort of opens the door up for Viliami Kikau, who had an awesome uh, World Cup, if you remember, for Fiji. Um, yeah. So he'll be one to look out for this year. I think he'll be in for a big one. And finally, I've got one more little topic that I've written down. Then, I'll, then I can open the floor up to you guys as well. But Jared Hayne, uh, he has apparently been training quite well, um, according to recent mail. Uh, is he training to play as a centre though, or a fullback? Yeah, I think you'll find him in the centres. Um, that's that's where I think. Uh, Brad Arthur's hinted that he'll be this year. Um, and also the fact that Brad Takarangi's um, been training for the back row spot. So Yeah. yeah. Okay, so w- as the preseason and as trial games start to kick off in the next couple of weeks, what are the, what are some of the, the talking points and narratives that you're planning on keeping a, a, a close eye on? I know this is a question without notice, boys, but <laughs> uh, does anything jump out at you? So I've got... Um Having spoken to a couple of people and heard, heard uh, some, some other comments, I've actually got one little hot tip, which could be a little bit of a smoky if you're a, a fantasy follower out there. But down in the Shire, there's a lot of buzz around Sione Katoa, okay. um, who's a young fella who can play on the wing. Uh, he killed it in the, uh, the under-20s um, last year, and there's a lot, if you talk to Sharks players, a lot of them are actually saying, you know, this kid is a bolter for a wing. Uh, he could potentially knock off... And Aaron Gray, who's a, a recruit on the wing, he could um, jag around one around one wing spot. If not round one, expect to see Sione Katoa uh, in the side at some stage in 2018. Cool, John, can you match that? Oh, I reckon I can go. <laughs> yeah, the bunnies um, look for Richie Kenner to uh, to jag a spot in the starting side on the wing. Um, he came across uh, from the Dogs. Didn't really get much of an opportunity at the Dogs. Um, he's at, he originally from Melbourne. Um, and, uh, yeah, so look for him to get a spot there. Um, Interesting. Hey, just on the Rabbitohs, too, I'm, I'm looking at your your team now for round one. No Robbie Farrah. No, well, we've got Ro- Damien Cook there. Seabold yeah. um, wants an 80-minute hooker, and, and we reckon uh, Damien Cook can do the job there. So Is Robbie going to be... Uh, content playing down in the twos, if that not at all is the case, because it's been a, an ongoing issue with Robbie for years. Um, he's obviously still in the Rabbitohs books, but could something happen between now and then if it does look as though Robbie uh, is going to be relegated to reserves? I don't think so. I'm, I'm not sure of many club, of other clubs that would uh, be able to pick him up now, even if they wanted to. But 
like Robbie's at the stage now. I think he understands his place in the club. I don't think he's going to um, throw the toys out of the cot and, and you know storm out. Um, I think he'll cop whatever uh, Seabold says on the chin. And maybe he maybe he's in the side. Maybe we're wrong. He might be on the bench come round one. Yeah. Okay, boys. I think we better leave it there. It's a nice twenty minute uh, condensed version of what might happen in the storylines too. Uh, stay tuned for over the next month, as we said, exactly one month today until the 2018 NRL season kicks off. Simon Brunston, John Dean, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Phil. And, uh, yep, that'll do us. Uh, Of course, find him on Twitter. Uh, Continue the the conversation with myself as well, Phil underscore prior. Uh, Thank you to all our listeners and subscribers out there. That's a wrap. 